Amen. Well, if you got something to be thankful about, let me hear you say amen. Amen. Oh, yeah, that's good. Because I usually have to ask twice because it catch you off guard. But I'm going to tell you, God is never caught off guard. Amen. I'm telling you what, he's good all the time. Well, we're going to be working through uh, a sermon on praise today. Uh, and, and I think it's going to spill over the next week. So I'm going to give you all fair warning, man. We got a lot of stuff to unpack. It's going to be good. So make sure you've got a pen over there. If you need one, we'll get one to you. Make sure you got your answer sheet and you all have the answer soon. All right. So that's really good. It's good seeing everybody. We welcome our visitors. Uh, we welcome the folks that are here every week. We're just happy that everybody's just uh, here in the house of the Lord. Isn't it amazing that we have such a privilege to serve such an amazing God? Amen. I mean, when you just sit there and think about that, the creator of the universe loves you. I mean, he knows every hair on your head. He'll take you right where you are. And he loves you too much to leave you there. I just, I just love that. So we're going to kick it off with uh, Psalm 150. The verse right here is 150. Uh, verse 6, for those listening online, that's what we got. So if you guys want to break your Bible out, that's fine. If not, we usually have most of the scriptures on the wall. Always encourage you to bring the Word of God. Amen? So with that, we're going to go ahead and I'm going to kick it on off and jump in. I want to give you the, I want to unpack the whole thing for you. Is that all right? So you guys can read along with me. We're going to be in Psalm 150, okay? It says, praise the Lord, praise God in His sanctuary. Praise Him in His mighty heaven. Praise Him for His mighty works. Praise His unequal greatness. Praise Him with the blast of the ram's horn. Praise Him with the lyre and harp. Praise Him with the tambourine and dancing. Praise Him with the strings and the flute. Praise Him with the claps of the cymbal. And Thomas loves this because he says it again, right? It says, praise Him with loud clanging cymbals. Amen. And it goes on to say, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And just in case you didn't get it, he says, praise the Lord. Amen. Isn't that great? That is a powerful way to bring the book of Psalms to an end. You've got 150 psalms in there, and, and he just makes it really clear. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. I think that's amazing. So when we're thinking about praise, we're talking about the expression of our heartfelt love towards God. See, you know, a lot of times people just say, well, let's go ahead and play the music so we can get to the word. Well, you missed it. You missed it if that's what you're looking at, because it's a total package. Jesus is a total package, Amen. He ain't short on nothing. He ain't short on anything trying to get a blessing to you. That's for sure. So today what we like to do is, is I call it a teaching and a preaching. So we'll teach a little bit, do a little preaching. And I pray that you're blessed in the, in the midst of that because I believe God's got a powerful message for us today. So you got your handouts right on them. And uh, what we're going to do is I'm going to take the word praise. You know how I like to break the word out a little bit. And uh, we're going to take that and we're going to break out some of the hidden treasures that the Lord's been showing me over the last few weeks as I was preparing this message and just wrap them all in to praising the Lord. Does that sound all right? Amen. All right, both of y'all say good. All right. And feel free to talk in here, all right? All right. Well, one of the things the Lord was showing me, and when we take the P, if you look on your sheet, praise, all right? We're going to go, today I think we're going to work for about P-R-A. So you guys just save your sheet for next week. If not, we'll give you that. But look at this. Prayer. Let's think about prayer for a minute. Prayer is our avenue to communicate with God. Prayer is our avenue to communicate with God. And it's a central part of our life. In our praise life. In our, in our just our regular walk with the Lord. And like I said, we get to communicate with the creator of the universe. Isn't that something? You know that old thing? If I say, who's your daddy? How, how much time you got? He's the creator of the universe. That's, that's who my dad is. That's who he is. You know, and we start looking at that man. He's the lover of our souls, of our souls, our redeemer. Now, how many people got cell phones in here? I should say how many people don't because they cell phones, you know. So we're all about that cell phone. We got to watch our minutes and all that stuff. But let me tell you, over 2,000 years ago, God opened up communications through Jesus Christ. He's not counting your minutes, your data packets, anything, right? We got communication. We know that communication through prayer through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Christ, but it's a two-way thing. It's not just place of order. Yeah, Jesus, I need this. Yeah, I'll take it in blue today. Yeah, two o'clock. That's not what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about communicating with God and allowing him to speak into our life. And when we have a personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ, man, the windows open. Unlimited talk time, amen? But listen every now and then, too. I think that's a great thing. So let's keep that in mind. But what else happens when we're spending time with God? We get to experience him in all his mighty power and his glorious grace, man. And it's a privilege to trust in the Lord. That's what we picked that song in. Those who trust in the Lord. Sounds better with Tiny singing on. Y'all didn't have to say yes. Y'all didn't have to say yes. You can say, well, no, that's all right. But, uh, you know, we have a good time here. But I, I just want you to realize within praise, there's so many hidden treasures. I won't even say they're hidden. There's so many treasures. And we want to pull some of We want to pull the gold out of what God's got for us today, all right? So we know prayer is just a, a great way to communicate with God. But sometimes what happens? We allow that avenue to get blocked, bogged down a little bit, don't we? Man, what do you mean? We, we take what is good over what is better. Now, what a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Martha and Mary, right? Y'all remember that? I'll just hit it for a little bit. Martha and Mary, Jesus comes to the house of Martha. And she's all about the business, man. She's got to get this good. She's got, you know, the homemade cookies and all this. I'm sure everything going on. But Mary's sitting at the feet of Jesus. And we see in the scripture, I believe it's Luke 10. Y'all can double check me out. I know it's in Luke. And, uh, and he, she turns around. Martha says, Jesus, don't you care about me? Don't you care I'm doing all this stuff? You know? And she's just sitting over there at your feet. You know, Mary's just hanging out. Right? Y'all never done that before. I got all this to do and you're just laying around. Right? You know? Well, let me tell you something. Jesus corrects her thinking. He says, you know what? You're worried about many things. You're, you're all upset. You're all worked up about stuff. She, Mary has chose what is better, and it will not be taken from her. See, as we praise God, let me tell you, man, leave all that junk at the foot of the cross and don't pick it up when you leave. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's in the redeeming business. He's in the redeeming business. And we got a few stories about that from this weekend. Amen? So I'm going to just keep on rolling with that. Well, so we want to make sure we keep our lines of communication open. Well, how do they get clogged up? Poor choices, right? Looking back, plowing backwards. I told you a while back, that's why the windshield's bigger than your, your rearview mirror. Because you're going forward, right? You want to be looking where you're going. We want to keep our eyes on the prize, keep our eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. And not only that, sometimes our pride, oh, it gets quiet there. Our pride. I'm not prideful. Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not the judge. You just ask the Lord. He'll take care of that. Amen? He will take care of that. But a lot of times, when you think about being prideful, then we put our agenda above God's. Our agenda above other people's, right? You know? And that's why I love seeing people come to church. I love seeing people come to church. Because you know what? It says, you know what, God? I, I, I'm telling you that you're first priority in my life. Amen? Taking a few, few minutes out of your day. I mean, we're only going to be here an hour, right? He's surely worth that, right? But this is the thing. I don't want you to just talk to him while you're here. I want you to experience him every day. I want you to have that privilege to talk to God every day and take advantage of that, right? Is this on loud enough? Okay, okay. I still got stuff in my ear from the jet ride. Man, I tell you, it's like, woo, woo, woo. That's good. I just want to make sure that everybody can hear what it's saying. So, anyway. But this is, is what the Lord's been showing me. How many times do you just feel like, man, I just don't even feel like praying? I don't even feel like praising the Lord. You know what I found in my life? That's the time I need to be praising and praying, amen? Because what happens, I've allowed my eyes to shift off Jesus onto my situation. And, I, and as I keep looking at my situation, guess what? 
The devil gets on my back and goes, yeah, I got him now. He's not looking at the Lord. He's not looking at the Lord. I got him now. Ride him in the ground. Right? But you know, is it true? Tell him, Chucky. It'll do it every time. Yeah, boy, I got him now. He's not watching. But I'm going to tell you what. God says, lift the eyes up a little bit higher. Remember who you are in Christ. Remember the identity that I bought for you. Remember that I purchased you, that purchased you out of sin to set you on that right path. Amen? So that's what I hope we focus on today. Well, guess what else happens? Prayer breaks down the barriers and opens the door to peace and grace. That sounds like a good place to be. Open that door for peace and grace. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. That's where I want to be. Have you ever noticed, you know, it's hard to praise the Lord when you're mad? You know? Praise no Lord. I don't know, praise no Lord. But you know what? Guess what? You just look who you're hugging. It's you. But I'm gonna tell you what, as you allow God to touch your heart, as you allow your hands to come up and start focusing on who he is and what we've done, what he's done for us, excuse me. And guess what? All those other things, I call it pulling bricks off your back. It's just like pulling bricks off your back when we start spending time with the Lord. Because what happened to us in God is greater than anything that will ever happen to us here. Amen? You believe that? I believe that. I believe what happened in the Lord Jesus Christ is greater than anything that can happen in my life. Any sin that can happen in our life. Right? And we know there's many. Right? But I'm going to tell you what. I can't wait to get to the end of this story today. man. I don't want to rush it, but boy... God is large and in charge, isn't he? He's working all the time. He's working all the time. And he don't even get tired. You know? He's all about it. Well, like I said, so many times, you know, we just get all bogged down. Let the ways of the world, the volume of the world get all cranked up. Keep the Bible shut. Don't want to pray. And guess what happens? You know what happens, don't you? You get the shovel lift. That's what I call it. That's very like it. And then you wonder why nobody wants to hang around with you, right? Right? They don't want to be around all that all the time. But I'm going to tell you what. What we got to experience this weekend when we went to Ohio was amazing. You know, uh, we, we got invited out there to do a, a conference for two days. And everybody was so gracious to us. And what they do for the last 29 years, they take a weekend a year. And they, they go from their church and they go to like this 4-H camp. It's beautiful out there in the country. And they just set a time away to have fellowship with the Lord. And their church family. And anybody's welcome. And let me tell you, the grace and the mercy and the peace that they showed us and the love that they showed us was, was amazing. So I just want to, I want to pass that on. I pray that that's the fragrance we bring, you know, as we're a mirror of Christ when people come in. So we want to tell you, we're thankful that you're here. We want to tell you that we love you in the Lord. And we'll take you just the way you are, just like God does. Amen. That's what it's all about. We just want to point you to Jesus. We just want to love you where you're at, okay? Because I'm going to tell you, there's something freeing. Knowing that we're accepted in Christ. Amen? It'll take you right where you are. Well, what else do I want to share with you? There's power in praise. Y'all believe that? There's power in praise. I'm going to tell you what. I, I've seen it before. I've seen it in my life. Man, when we start praising the Lord, <clears throat> I don't know how he does it. He's God and he does it. And he can just break the chains of disappointment. He can break the chains of depression. He can set the captives free. He gives us victory because when we know Jesus Christ, we get gripped in the grace of the Savior. Amen? We get gripped in the grace of the Savior. And so you know what? What does he say? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Man, he said, buddy, well, you don't know what I'm walking through. You're right. Well, you know what? You don't know what I've been walking through. And that's okay. But God does. And he says, you know what? Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. See, when we start focusing on the problem solver instead of the problem, let me tell you what. 
God starts building our faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Are we listening to what God says? Right? Or are we listening to what everybody else says? Well, you know what? I'll tell you what. We've got the promise of God. Let's stand on the promise of God. Because when we have a personal relationship with Jesus, we are set into that family. Amen? amen. Set into the family. Well, next we're going to keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. All right. I want to hear them pencils going across the paper, man. Let's do it. Talking about a relationship. Oh, we're going to camp here for a little bit. Look at this. Mm-mm-mm. Jesus Christ has restored our relationship back with God. Now, you know, and we talked about it in class uh, a while back when we went through Romans chapter 10, 5. We're trying to get the sin there. Romans chapter 5 where it says, By one man's sin, sin entered in. Thanks a lot, Adam. We probably wouldn't have done this. We'd have done the same thing, probably, right? You know, probably would have, you know. But let me tell you this. We were separated because of that sin. A lot of times I ask people, you know, I say, do you know why you sin? Because we're sinners, right? That's the way we start out. But we don't have to stay there, do we? We can be that butterfly. You'll have to listen about three messages back. You'll get that one. I won't re-preach it. But I'll tell you what. When we put our faith and trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, he transforms our life, right? He takes us right where we are. He says, any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And I want you to grip on that. I want you to think on that and pray over that because I'm going to tell you what. That's what God does. God does the work. And you know what I was talking about here? We've been restored uh, in our relationship back with God perfectly. Amen? You know why? Because Jesus was the perfect sacrifice. It is not the cross plus anything. Amen? All we got to do is trust Him. I think that's so awesome when we see the perfection of God and what He's done for us. We've been redeemed. Amen? What do you mean, buddy, when you say redeemed? Bought out of sin and placed into the family. It's good to belong, isn't it? It's just good to belong. And so that's what God's done for us. I I said, look at it this way. It's always been about his love. But now as we know him and understand his great love, we can embrace the riches of our amazing relationship. You know, a lot of times when I'm talking about relationships, I said, you know, I could go and uh, read a book on Sonny. The book of Sonny, right? You know? Tell you how tall he is, where he lives, what's his, what's his favorite boat, and, and all this, and, and, and his puppy's name, and everything else, right? And he loved it. <laughs> it's a short book, but it's a bestseller, man, in the eyes of the Lord, amen? So, so what I'm saying is I can, I can learn about him, right? And that's a great thing. But you know what? As I fellowship with him, I get to know him. See, that's what, that's what the whole thing is with the Bible. We get to know God. We get to experience God. He tells us about it, and then it's his living word. And by the way, Sonny, the bestseller is the Bible, but you're running close, okay? <laughs> you're running close second. Man, think about that. You know, God's perfect instruction for us, God's living word. For any problem, any situation that you have in your life, God has something to say about it. He has addressed it in his word, Amen. The problem is so many times we leave it shut. We do. We leave it shut. But you know what? I'm so thankful for you guys to be here that you guys are listening and going and doing. And I believe God's going to continue to show us his grace. Amen? Well, let's take a look at this. I like to say it this way. 1 John 4.10. What is love? Tina Turner asked about it. What's love got to do with it? Huh? We're going to tell you what it's got to do with it. This is love. Not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his son as the atoning sacrifice for our sins. I always like to give you that word anchor. Write that down somewhere you can go back and hold that in your heart, right? Man, Christ came for us, man, because look, he came to us, for us, because we needed him. 
Amen? That's what it is. We were helpless. But now, when we put our faith and trust in the finished work of the cross, we're heirs to the throne. Amen? Man, I want you to get that. I want you to understand that. Because people sometimes will say, well, who do you think you are? I said, man, let me tell you, I'm a child of God. Right? Not in arrogance, in grace, in love, in respect. Does that mean you never blow it? Not at all. Not at all. But I tell you what, as I grow in the Lord, I desire to be more like Jesus. But I can't do it on my own, can you? That's why he sent his spirit into our life. To help us and guide us and transform us and love us, amen? And love us right on where we need to be, alright? But I'm going to keep on rolling with this. So guess what? When did he do this? When did he do this? I'm not talking about the actual date, okay? But he did this. God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. Everybody say this. Read that with me in the yellow. While we were still sinners, all right? Christ died for us. I talk about this all the time. I talk about this all the time. I talk about it on airplanes. I talk about it wherever they let me talk about it, right? See, a lot of times people think we got to get good enough to get to God. Newsflash, can't do it. All bets off. But it'll take you where you are. See, that's it. I got to tell you about a little girl that we met at the conference. Man, man, kids will bless your heart. I'm going to tell you. We, we were there for two days. And, and, you know, we always have a time to say, hey, look, if you guys want to talk about anything, come on over. We're going to be hanging out and everything. Little girl, 12 years old, Sarah, came up. I said, hey, baby doll, how you doing? She said, Mr. Buddy. Oh, my gosh, she just talks. Mr. Buddy, I have a question. I'm thinking, I don't know if I got an answer for this. She said, what did you want to be when you were there? And, you know, you guys always hear me say, all I wanted was a hot dog stand, you know, and, 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 and play the guitar. And, and that's true. I mean, I know I wear that out, but that's what I want. And the Lord showed me something to share with that little girl. And I said, you know what, baby? I said, everything that I desired before I knew the Lord, Lord didn't take it away from me. He put it into what he has for me to do today. She said, what do you mean? I said, I like motorcycles. We do more stuff with the Christian motorcycles and everything else, you know. Love that stuff. Love playing guitar. But I really love playing guitar with Jesus, right? Amen. See, Jesus won't run you out when you don't pack the house. He'll say, I'm still here. Bring it on. You know? You play, you play in a club and you don't pack the house, they would be like, uh, I think you're going to get a discount tonight. Amen? <laughs> and I said, I know what you mean, right? But it's not based on that. So I, I began to talk to this young lady. And while she was there, she, she's only about this, about this big. And another little girl came up and just crawled up on her and tucked her head up under there. He says, oh, excuse me. Hey, honey. I said, is that your sister? She said, not exactly, but I love her all the same. That little girl knew that was a safe place with, with her friend. Got up under her neck, man. Up under her neck. And I'm sitting there, man, Lord, you were teaching me something today. And then she, she said, uh, I said, well, what would you like to do? And she says, well, I like science. I like this. I like this. But she says, uh, 12 years old, she says, uh, my plan is, if it's the Lord's will, I want to go and, and help people to design uh, prosthetic parts for their body so I can be a help, so I can be a blessing. I'm just like this here. You know? And I said, baby, i got a funny feeling. You keep seeking after the Lord. He'll give you everything you want and more. And that's what's just so exciting. Just the little, little nuggets of, of, of touching lives like that. 
See, she was going to come to Pastor Buddy for some great wisdom and understanding. And I got blessed because God spoke to her. Amen. You know? And I got to thinking, she just had my mind on that track about, well, what did you want to do? And what, what were you thinking? What were you thinking? You know, first off, you know, hey, when I was playing guitar, I was like, I'll just be a rock and roll star. Why not? Right? Got the haircut. Halfway there. <laughs> I thought you like that. Right? So he thought, yeah, well, why not? We'll just go in and do that. That's, that's fine. That was my plan. That wasn't his plan. And I would ride by the Hampton Coliseum. And I'd say, I'm going to play there one day. Come back by. I'm going to play there one day. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Has anybody ever had a string instrument? We're going to play there one day. And guess what? For a long time, we never did. And then God started working in our lives. And I get a call and said, hey, man. Would you like to come play at the Coliseum with your team? I was like, who is this? He said, would you like to come play at the Coliseum? I said, well, what's going on? What's up? He said, uh, we got a motorcycle jumping thing, whatever you call that thing. Uh, I don't know, some motorcycle racing. I'm thinking, God, motorcycles and all that, right? And so guess what? We got to play there for like three years in a row. And we played in a little room in the back. That's okay, because I would rather play in that little room in the back for Jesus than play on the stage for me, amen? He took everything that I loved and said, I can do better. I can do better. You like motorcycles? Come on, I'll give you a front row seat. We were out there when the guys announced, and I'm going, wow, look at this. I hope those guys go, Jesus, that is dangerous, you know? They're jumping and turning the bikes, everything like that. Did a lot of praying while we were there. And so why are you getting on that, buddy? I'm going to tell you, through that relationship with the Lord, I never had it all figured out, still don't. But I know who does. So when I seek the Lord, I can trust Him with it, amen? amen. We can trust Him with it. While we were yet sinners, Christ said, I'll take you right where you are. I'll take you right where you are. Aren't you glad He'll take you right where you are, amen? Well, guess what? Because of God's goodness, we can rest in Him. See, the pressure's off. That don't mean I just sit on the couch and say, well, bring on the blessings, No. That means that I spend time with God and I say, Lord, not my will, but your will. But let's be honest, sometimes I like my will, you know? And sometimes I want to drive. And when I'm in the ditch, I go, Jesus, I need you. And you know what? 24 hours, he's on the scene, amen? And does that mean that we never have any problems? No. It just means we never go through them without them. And I'm going to tell you what, sometimes there's scar tissue, sometimes there's tough things like that, but I'm going to tell you what, it never has anything to do with our position in the family. Because when you're Jesus, you're Jesus. Amen? Let's keep on going. So we can rest in that, right? We can be revived by His truth. Mm, 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 mm. How many times do we snack on the lie of the devil instead of feeding on the Word of God, the truth? Well, I don't know. I cannot tell you how many hours I have wasted in my life trying to figure out what somebody else was going to do. And if they do A, I'll do B. And if they do B, I'll do C. And if it, I mean, go through the whole alphabet. Eyes closed, think I'm sleeping, never even dozing off, right? Because I'm thinking, okay, well, if this happens, this is, you know, Tanya teases us a lot. Because my family says this. This is something we say all the time. What's the plan? What are you going to eat? What are we going to do? What's the plan? You know? I thought, I have to have the plan. Dad's got to have the plan. It's good to plan. Amen? But I found out, my plan's not as good as his plan. So guess what? 
God showed me how to rest in him. God showed me how to be revived by his truth. Because I'm going to tell you what, everything that I've tried to figure out, his was bigger and better, amen? His plan was bigger and better. That's just the God we serve, amen? So he can, what? He can renew our strength. He's the one who renews our strength. I'm sitting there thinking, man, we've been flying, I've been up, I've been down, I've been sleeping here, sleeping there, all that stuff. And man, I'm ready to run. I'm ready to go. Because you know what? The message that God's got for his people is too important to be left on the shelf. It needs to be heard, it needs to be spoken, it needs to be lived, and it needs to be experienced through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? That's what I'm talking about. We talked a few weeks ago about knowing Him. That means a whole lot of different things to different people. Yeah, I know about God, I heard about God, everything else. No, I want you to meet Jesus. That's the plan. That's the deal. Alright? Abiding in Him, what do you mean? You know what? Spending each minute following God. Expecting Him to show up. Expecting Him. To, to, to get us through, amen? Putting our faith and trust in Him. And then we talked about, you know what? That we want to have Him expressed through our life. Let me tell you, friends. I know a lot of you guys, and the first time I've seen a few of you guys, but I'm going to tell you what. God looks good on you, amen? God looks good on you. And as you allow Him to go work in you, He's ready to flow out of you. And we're all a work in progress, but I'm going to tell you what. He'll take you right where you are, and he loves you too much to, to leave you there. Amen? Everybody good, good to go. You know why he won't leave us there? Because we're accepted. We're accepted in him. We've got a few more, and we're going to keep on rolling. Man, acceptance. People ask me, do I do any counseling? I go, no. They go, what do you mean? I said, I'd be glad to listen to you, be glad to pray with you, and point you to what God's got going on, but I, I'm not a counselor. But I'll be a good ear for you. And, I, and, I, and, and I'll listen to you and I'll love you in the Lord. They said, well, that's all I wanted anyway. I said, well, then I'm in. I'm okay. I'm good. You know? But you know what I found? Most people already have the answer. They just need to talk it through a lot of times. Or a lot of times that we've carried so much junk in the trunk for so many years that we put it around and put it in front of the windshield. And, and, and we let that go like this so we don't see clearly. We're basing and we're driving on the old GPS stuff, man-made stuff, not God's perfect standard. That's what I call the Bible, God's perfect standard. So, you know, a lot of times what, what I do is just say, well, let, let's look at who we are in Christ. Let's, let's look at this, right? And I asked him, I said, you know, one of the things I, I say often, I said, if you die tonight, do you know for sure that you go to heaven? And many people say, well, I think so. Man, let me tell you, eternity's a long time for a think so. I'm not going with a think so. I want to go, I know so. And so some people say, well, yeah, I'm good guy. So well, why is that? And you guys know the story. Well, I'm a pretty good guy. God's love, right? God's grace, right? God's mercy, right? Yeah, yeah. God's holy, too. And God said, there's one way to me, and it's through Jesus Christ. I just want you to just let that rest on your heart as we do the say Amen. So when I talk to people, and, and, and when sometimes I have to do this, I have to get in the mirror and say, wait a minute. Why are you settling for less? What? You know what God's done for you. Let's get back in the game. You are a child of God, amen? Now, I love what I always call the word anchors. And what I mean by that, when we give you something, we want to give you God's scripture on it to stand on, amen? And let that build faith in your heart. So look at this. You guys write this down on your sheet somewhere and go back and it's going to encourage you later on, okay? John 1, 12 says this. Yet to all who receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. See, that's who we are when we put our faith and trust in the Lord. How does it feel to know 
that he says to those who believe in his name. What name is that? The name above all names. Jesus. Amen. The name above all names. I'm going to give you something else here. Philippians 2, 9. Look at this. It says, therefore, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name. Every name. Hey, every knee is going to bow. Every tongue is going to confess. Might as well get used to it now because it's him. But see, I want, when I said that, something just clicked in my spirit. That doesn't mean God's a taskmaster. He's just the master. Amen? He's the master. And let me tell you what. As we go through this, you're going to see your position in his family. Amen? Well, guess what? We're a friend of Jesus. John 15, 15 says this. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I've learned from my father. I have made known to you. That's that relationship again, isn't it? That's that relationship again. That closeness. God's not trying to keep anything away from you. He's trying to get his best to you. Said, And this is what I want you to see. Jesus makes the playing field even. Right? He loves us all the same. That's just amazing. Jesus held nothing back to rescue you and me. Nothing. Nothing. Guess what? That's acceptance. He said, you're worth it. You know, we sit here today, and I know, man, when I've been in church, sometimes when I get up here, I go, man, what a week. What about this? What about that? And God just brings us back to me. So you're a child of God. You're a friend of Jesus. And he reminds me of this right here. He said, I am, I am united to the Lord, and I am one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 3.16, look at this. It's beautiful. It says, don't you know that you yourself are God's temple? And that God's spirit lives in you. Why is that so important? Because you're not on your own. You've been bought with a price. The Holy Spirit comes and lives in you. Takes up resident in you. And Ephesians 1 says it's his guarantee. We're going to talk about that a little more here in a minute. But remember this. Remember who lives in you. And allow God to work through you. Man. And I wrote this the other day. And I keep going back to this. God gave me this. His love is the most transforming thing known to man. That just rolls around in my head. His love is the most transforming thing known to man. You know, when it comes down to that. You know, uh, uh, the other day I was speaking and we are talking about 1 uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 13. Many of y'all know that's a love chapter. And it talks about how it keeps no record of wrong. You know, it just goes on all these things. And it's just amazing. Y'all write that down and read that. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a blessing to you. And it ends up saying this. Love never fails. You can look at it this way. The Bible says God is love. God never fails. God never fails. Even when we fail him, God never fails. I'm going to say that again because that's for somebody in here today. Even when we fail him, God never fails. Aren't you glad? Amen? But we can't just stop there because there's so much more. All right? Everybody doing good, right? Good, good, good. Let's keep on rolling. What else has he got for us? For I'm sure that the good work that God has started in me will be finished. Philippians 16.1, excuse me, Philippians 1.6 says this. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Man, we have confidence in Christ. Amen? We should have confidence in Christ. We can, we can live out what's going on because you know what? We know who lives in us. Again, I'm not talking about arrogance. I'm talking about assurance. There's a difference. There's a big difference. I'm not talking about look at me. I'm saying look at him. 
Look to Jesus, amen. And we have that assurance, amen. This is what I wanted to get to you. Take a look at this. Write this down. I didn't put it on there. I'm going to let you guys do a little homework here. Ephesians 1, verse 14, it says this. The Spirit is God's guarantee that He will give us the inheritance He promised. And that He purchased us to be His own people. Now, we're talking about praise today, right? Look at this. Look at this. He did this so we would praise and glorify Him. He did that so that we would praise and glorify Him. See, we're talking about praise, even though I'm breaking out the pieces of it. Look how it all stacks together. Look at the power of that. Look at the gold that God's got in His Word. Man, over and over, God continues to show us what we have in Him as a believer in Jesus Christ. Amen? Well, take a look at this. I'm complete in Christ. Nay. Colossians 2.10 says this, And you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. Jesus has got the final say. Aren't you glad you're on Team Jesus? Amen. If you're here today and you're not on Team Jesus, guess what? He's signing them up every day. All you got to do is call on his name. Amen. he got plenty of room. Right? And you don't have to be a bench warmer for Christ. You can be right on in there. First string with Jesus. Amen. That's his love. That's what he's done. That's what, what he desires. He desires for us to come to him. And just like I said earlier, the devil will try to do anything to rob your righteousness. But he can't undo what God did. Amen. He can't undo what God did. We give devil a whole lot more than he, he should even have. Amen. We ought to go ahead and just praise God because we know who says it's finished. It's finished. We are accepted in Christ. Well, look at this here. I want you to hear this. It says, I am forgiven of all my sins, Colossians 1.14, and whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. That's the freedom of Christ. That's the freedom of Christ, that he's worthy of all our praise. This is the question. Will you receive it? Will you take it to, to heart? You know, we've just looked at scripture after scripture after scripture, and we've only broke, the, broke it down just a little bit from God-inspired words. But it's his love letter to you. So my question is, how will you respond to it? How will you respond to it? I got a story for you. You know you weren't going to get out of here, right? We went again, going back to the Ohio trip. And my prayer was to just see people come in droves up front, giving their life to Jesus, right? Guess what? They already knew him. That's okay. That's good. But guess what? They would peel off one by one and we get to talk about some personal things and, and encourage one another encourage one another. Amazing. That young lady spoke into my life. I talked to dads that was concerned about their children. I talked about folks. It's, it's amazing. Over 100 people in there. Over 100 people in this place. This lady walks up to me. Hey, how you doing? I said, are you going to play some of the keyboard tonight? She goes, yeah. And she says, I'm so sorry. I, I'm a little uh, beside myself. My mom is elderly and I take care of my mom. And my mom's had a stroke. And she said some stuff going on. Now, y'all know my life. I take care of my mom. She said, it's true. They're almost the same age. And I looked at her. I said, well, you know what, honey? We got a lot of things in common. Let's pray. And I just got to spend some time with that, that lady and just watch God move in her life. But see, I could re out of all the people she could have talked to, out of all the, all the people God could have sent my way, I was just like, you're telling me my life. What are you talking about? So could I, could I have some compassion for her? I understand about that. I understand about taking care of somebody that's got a little age on them. I understand about making sure the pillbox is set. 
I'm understanding why did the doctor call her and not me. I understand those things, right? But God's grace is amazing. So guess what? We can encourage one another. Who is it that God's put in your path to encourage? It just gets better, right? So we go and we get all packed up and we ride and we ride and we ride and we, we go here and go here. And we're on the last flight. We're going from what? Charlotte to home. And here we are. And we got, we've flown in every type of plane, two on two, three and two, all this stuff, you know, all these different things. So now we get three and three. And I'm up there and I got my guitar. And you know I don't want to let go of my guitar. And they go, you got to check your bag. I go, why? You got to check your bag. I'm like, are you going to put it under or in or what? Where are you going to put this? <laughs> They're like, good. They go in the bag. They go in the bag. Because I'm thinking, I've seen stuff that they lose, you know. So they put a little bag on them. The guy said, yeah, just leave it in the hall. I'm like, I'm not leaving it in the hall, you know. But I was like, God, tiny in there. We done prayed over it. It's all right. I'm going. I'm looking out the window. They didn't throw that somewhere, did they? You know? It's just stuff. But it means a lot to me because my folks got it for me. That's the, that's the big thing. So we get in there. And Miss Tiny, she's on the scene. I got to brag on my girl. When we go, I know I talk about the list. But the list, the list, the list is good. She, when we go there, I'm going to tell you, it's just like going like kindergarten. You get everybody in the line. We're going through. She gets Thomas's boarding pass. I got my boarding pass. I got all this stuff here. We go through there. Now give me that. Okay, take it back. It goes back in the folder. You know, and we're going through there. So we get our boarding pass, right? Here we go. We start out. Thomas is A. Tiny is B. Tim is C. I'm D. I'm D. I'm D. I'm going. I guess I'm over here. Oh, Lord. My prayer is answered. There's a lady sitting over there by herself and nobody in the middle. I go, hey, how you doing? She goes, I'm fine. I'm thinking, she's going to know Jesus before she leaves here today. I told, I told Tiny like this. I said, pray. Right? We got in there. Man, I really enjoy spending time with this young lady. She almost talked me under the bus, man. Oh, uh, no, she was rolling. She was, she was telling me about all types of stuff that she had been on a business trip and everything else. And, and I told her about, you know, when you got delayed and we had this going on. And then, you know, and she told me what she did. And then she asked me what I did. I said, I tell people about Jesus. <laughs> I, said, I said, well, I'm a pastor. And I, I said, we just come back from this conference and everything. And, and you can tell she's like, oh, oh. You know, there you go. So I'm just, then I start talking about motorcycles. She had a motorcycle. She said, I sold it. I need to get it back. She had one of those bent over motorcycles. She said, I like to snowboard. She said, my birthday was last month and I jumped out of a plane. I said, this woman needs Jesus. <laughs> I'm telling you, this woman needs Jesus now. Right? And I'm telling you, I said, well, I said, is anybody sitting in the middle? She said, no. Uh, one of my friends left their conference. She was on business and left, left early. So it's just us. I had, I had a little elbow room. I talk like this one out. That whole time, other than I said, pray. Pray. And man, I had the best time. And uh, I said, well, we got tied up on the first flight. She said, we did too. We see a plane go by. It was on fire. I said, oh, that's a good time to talk about Jesus, isn't it? <laughs> I said, you know, we never know where we're going to end up doing. I mean, we just never know. I mean, well, we can't know, don't we? You know, I was just talking to her a little bit. And I started sharing about God's love. And I started talking to her a little bit more. And then we're taxiing, and the emergency things go, wham, wham. I said, you know, I'll tell you what, why don't we pray about this? She said, yeah, that's good. <laughs> so I started talking to her a little bit more, and, and, and I went through the whole thing. I said, you know what, God loves you so much that he sent Jesus Christ to pay the price for you? She said, yeah. 
And I asked her, I said, you know, if we didn't make it, I'll tell you, I'm just being serious. I said, you know what? I'm sitting there like this. I said, hey, I just got a question for you. I'm laid back. I'm resting in the Lord. I said, uh, if we don't make it to the end, where do you think you go? She goes, I hope to heaven. I said, oh, that's my cue. That's my cue right there. I said, well, you don't have to hope you can know. I said, why would you go to heaven? She said, I'm a pretty nice person. I said, I have no doubt that you're a pretty nice person on mine and your level, but God's perfect. He's got a perfect standard. And I asked her, have you ever lied before? She said, yes. I said, well, if I lied to you, what would that be? She said, you'd be a liar. See, people call you a liar fast. <laughs> I said, okay. I said, have you ever stole something? She said, never. I wanted to say, I don't believe you said you was a liar, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I just said, because I see her eyes getting bigger. She's just, she's going, yeah, yeah. And then she said, no, I've never taken anything. I said, that's wonderful. I said, have you ever used the Lord's name in vain? She goes, yes. I said, you know what? The Bible says if we, we break one of the Ten Commandments, we broke them all. And I said, if we don't make it to the end of this ramp, we're going to meet Jesus, right? And, uh, and she said, and, I, and we were just talking like that. We, it was real light. I wasn't threatening or anything. She was very, very, uh, just a, a wonderful lady to talk to. And I said, you know what? I said, I just want you to know what God's best is for you. And it's a personal relationship with Christ. And I said, we don't have to. It's, it's not about us measuring up. We measure up fine in Him. We'll never measure up on our own. And I said, you know what? I said, uh, I just want you to know how much God loves you. And I start talking to that woman. I could tell that I was just the vessel at that point because God started working on her. And she, she just, I could see it when she told me about things that she's done in her life and everything. I said, really? Oh, that's cool. I never condemned her, never judged her. I just loved her where she was at. Never. You know? Kept on talking. And I said, sweet, let me ask you a question. I said, wouldn't it be good to know? She said, yeah. I said, what would stop you from asking the Lord into your life and embracing what God's got, eternal life for you? She turned around and she said, not a thing. And I prayed with that woman on that runway. She gave her life to the Lord last night. Give the Lord a hand clap. For what, what a beautiful, what a beautiful bow on the package of what we got to experience yesterday. With a beautiful bow on the package of God's grace and all those things. But you know what? I believe God's got something in store for somebody in here today. And he wants you to know that you know what? You can be secure in him. And I want you to think about this. You don't have to be on an airplane that goes down to take your last breath. We know we're not promised tomorrow. So my question is this. If you took your last breath today, do you know for sure that you spent eternity with the Lord Jesus Christ? And you say, well, yeah. Some people say, yeah. And most people think, I'm a pretty good person. We've already talked about that. God's standards are perfect, but we're not perfect. All have said and fall short of the glory of God. So I'm going to ask you today, do you know for sure? Have you ever asked Jesus Christ in your life? to come into your life and forgive you of your sins. And the Bible says it this way. It says, look, it says, you know, there's one way to heaven. It's a, a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. No one comes to the Father but God. He says, if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. So I'm going to ask you right here, right now, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes, open your heart, and think about what it says.
right? You're not here by accident today. It's just, well, we were going to come for three weeks. Today's your day. Today's your day. And so I want to ask you right here, right now, if you died today, do you know for sure you go to heaven? And if you don't, I want you to look up here at me right now because I want to pray with you. I want you to know. Thank you for being honest. I want you to know. Right? I want you to know. Amen. And, and the Bible says this. Call on the name of Jesus. It's all about him. So if that's your prayer today, you pray from where you're at, by your heart. And it's by grace you're saved through faith, not that of yourself, that you give to God. And it's this simple. Jesus did the hard part. This is your prayer. Make it personal, right where you're at. Dear Lord, come into my life and forgive me of my sin. Today, Lord, I'm trusting you and your finished work on the cross. Father, today, forgive me. I love you, Lord. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name. If that's your prayer today, don't leave here without telling somebody. Say, hey, buddy, I prayed that prayer today. You know why? Because people want to rejoice in that. If you want to talk about what was talked about today, I try to meet everybody at the back door here. I'll be willing to stand and take some time with any of the team. We'll talk to you about that. If you have another prayer request you want to talk about, we can do that too. We want to give you every opportunity to respond to what God's doing. So this is your time. This is your time. I always like to go one step further. You say, well, buddy, I do know that, but you know, it's been a rough week. It's been a rough life. It's been a fill in the blank. I want to tell you that God says, come on back home. Amen. God says, you know what? It's a new day. It's a fresh start. And my mercy is new and full every day. I'm going to tell you what, I don't know about you guys, but I can sure use that. And I want you to know that Jesus is reaching out to you through the words of his, his, his Bible, the inspired word of God. And you know what? You say, I feel this tugging on my heart. You know, he's talking right to me. This is what's going on. Guess what? That is God working in your life. That is God moving. I'm just a vessel. And Lord, I pray that they hear you correctly today. And I pray, Lord, that they cling on to your love today. And I pray that, Lord, that you just meet us here. And, Lord, you save souls like nobody else can. You are the only way. Lord, just like you say, hmm, you give us redemption. You give us freedom. You give us love. So, friends, today, I just pray that God's grace and God's mercy washes over you, Lord. Father, I pray that they know they're accepted today in you. I, I, for those that have looked up today, Lord, I pray that, that, that they understand, Lord, that what you've done, Lord, that you paid the price in full. They don't have to live up to it. They just live in it. That's grace, amen. That's the grace. We can't live up to it. We live in it. Lord, have your way in us today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Absolutely.